Hey guys, welcome to the Midwest Hunting and Fishing Podcast. This is Brent with the Fishing Report for June 28th, 2017. If you'd like to only listen to a portion of the podcast, click on the details below and you'll be able to find drop times for each area. Remember to stay up to date on the latest hunting and fishing news at MidwestHuntFish.com. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, search Midwest Hunting and Fishing on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to show us what you catch each week by using the hashtag MidwestHuntFish on Facebook and Instagram. It's hard to believe that we're already coming up on the 4th of July weekend, but it's here already. So be sure to be safe and be watching out when you're on the water this weekend. It's bound to be busier with everybody coming out on vacation. So be mindful of where you're at and what's around you while you're out there fishing and on the water. Let's head up north to the Duluth Superior area and check in with Jared Houston. What's the report this week, Jared? Hello, everybody. Jared Houston calling in from Duluth Superior. Uh, Arrowhead region of Lake Superior. And, uh, this week's fishing report start with the inland lakes. Uh, water temperatures, you know, as of recent as recent as of last night, were up into the 70s. Uh, we see them fluctuate 71 degrees in the shallow bays, 76 degrees in the deeper wind-driven water. Um, fish were still on the chew. We caught a multi-species day: uh, pike, bass, crappies bluegills, and walleyes. Um, the most fish we got into were crappies coming off of the weed edges, chasing uh, young-of-the-year minnows. Um, and that was kind of a, you know, fishy spot. So with that being said, even though we were catching a bunch of crappies, there were other fish uh, mixed in there too, uh, you know, northern pike and bass close by, as well as bluegills mixed in and a few walleyes as well. Um, so we weren't using nothing out of the ordinary more, uh, nothing more than a uh, just a small 16th ounce jig in a worm chunk, just jigging it up to the weed edges and uh, slowly jerk, jerking it back and uh, usually getting the fish right next to the boat. Uh, off a deeper transition, the water depth there was about six feet. So St. Louis River still has got a good bite going on, patrolling for walleyes. Um, use a birch colored tank bait, shallow running, uh, in that five to eight feet of water. Uh, water temps are pretty similar. we got dark colored water here, so it warms up pretty good. Um, and then Lake Superior has been good as well. Uh, we're starting to see walleyes being caught on the south shore of Lake Superior, so the Wisconsin side of uh, things, which is not much different terrain than your typical walleye factory. We're fishing about 20 feet of water, trolling crankbaits, off planer boards, and getting walleyes that way. Uh, coho and salmon, uh, coho salmon and lake trout are also still being caught, um, but they're making their way up the north shore now, so two harbors and beyond is going to start getting some uh, salmon bites, uh, eventually getting up to Grand Marine. So, stream fishing's been quiet this week, and musky fishing, we haven't heard a lot of uh, reports from muskies. So, that's what we got for this week. Give us a call, 218-393-4962, or look us up on the website, HoustonGuideService.com. Uh, from Jared and the guys at Houston's Guide Service, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks, Jared. Sounds like a little bit of everything's biting, depending which uh, body of water you're on. We're going to head down south to uh, Iowa Great Lakes area and check in with Doug Burns. What's the report this week, Doug? Good morning from the Iowa Great Lakes. This is Doug Burns with the Iowa Guide Service. Uh, fishing remains good even after that massive cold front we had. The bass bite on West Okaboji is very real good depending on if you find the right school. Uh, throwing typical bass baits on deep weed lines anywhere from 14 to 20 foot. 
skirted jigs with a jigger craw on it or a Berkeley power worm are both working. Uh, these same deep weed edges have bluegills on them, doing very well with uh, red worm, Belgian worm, whatever you want to call it, below a slip bobber. Also jigging with a shucks jigger spoon, tipped with the same bait, is doing real well. The walleye bite up on Spirit Lake is still going strong. Uh, trolling crankbaits out in the basin has been producing some big fish for me. We had uh, three or four fish over 25 inches in the last week. <clears throat> also pulling spinners or slow death rigs behind bottom bouncers on the brake lines anywhere from, oh, 12 to 16 feet is producing fish. So, fishing's very good on the Iowa Great Lakes. Give me a call at the Iowa Guide Service or check out my website, fishingfunokaboji.com. And on Facebook, just look for the Iowa Guide Service. Tight lines to you. Get out there and catch a bunch. Bye. Thanks, Doug. Make sure to be checking out our latest issue of Midwest Hunting and Fishing coming out on July 1st. We've got some really good articles in there about using spinners and slow death rigs like Doug was talking about in this week's report. Let's head to central South Dakota and check in with Brian Bashor. What's the bite like this week, Brian? Well, it's that time of year again. The fireworks are going to be popping and the weather's probably going to get a little warmer. We've had a cool down over the last uh, week and a half or so, but it has not affected the fishing a whole lot. Uh, fishing's pretty hot most everywhere along the Missouri River right now. Uh, especially down here at Lewis and Clark, the bite has finally turned on. I'm holding crankbaits. Uh, number five, Berkeley Flicker Shad seem to be working out the best, catching the bigger fish. Um, but dragging some jigs and uh, quarter ounce, eight ounce fireball, north of the fireball jigs and a crawler, uh, swivel heads, gumdrops, um, even Lindy rigs are all working really well. Uh, west end of the lake up in the chutes has been the most productive in that uh, kind of three to six, seven foot of water. Um, pulling crankbaits upstream, downstream, doesn't seem to matter a whole lot. Just uh, just your speed and your, your amount of line out due to the current flow. So uh, bites been good. A lot of 18 to 24 inch walleye coming out lately, and they are full of shad, so they are feeding real well. Um, casting some crankbaits and some Berkeley war pigs up on some of the brake line areas. Uh, if they get a little bit of a wind, wind-blown shore up here by the Boy Scout camp on Lewis Park, has been pretty productive as well. Uh, the white bass start taking off here, and they're uh, slowly starting to bite a little bit more. Their uh, gate fishing park stocked about 8 million of them in their last year, so we're going to get the kids out catching white bass. Uh, Lewis Park's going to be our place to go. Uh, further up, up on the river, up uh, Francis Case. Uh, bites has been pretty much solid all year and continues to be. Those fish have moved out over the treetop, so uh, look for controlling some of the deep deep diving crankbaits over those treetops or even pulling some slow death rigs on uh, three-ounce bouncers across the tops of those trees. Works real well. Uh, look for those treetops 40, 50 feet uh, water, 60, 90 feet of water, sometimes they're 30, 40 feet down. Um, just move around until you find them and then kind of try to create yourself a waypoint path on there and, and cruise along those treetops. Otherwise, starting in a little shallower in that 15 in foot and work your way out as the day progresses. Uh, pulling bottom bouncers with Northland's real image spinners are working well, leeches and crawlers, uh, as well as the slow death rigs are has been, been pretty hot. Uh, big fish are in there, just filter through some of the smaller ones and you'll get them, so. It is the 4th of July weekend uh, coming up, so be safe out there. There's going to be a lot of people on the water. Um, be conscious of that, and uh, always look out for others, even if you're doing it all right and not everybody else is. So 
Make sure you got your life jackets and everything you need to have in your boat at all times so you can expect some uh, some visitors on the water this weekend doing their job and give them all the respect uh, as you can because that's what they're there to do to make sure everyone's safe and, and having a good time. And they are certainly uh, going to help you out if you need a little fishing report from those game commission officers as uh, conservation officers as well. So uh, this is Brian with the Walleye guys out here in South Dakota on the Missouri River. Uh, see you on the water. Thanks, Brian. And remember, everybody, let's be courteous to the game fish and parks and DNR that are out on the water this weekend. They're out there so we can have fun. We can really enjoy the water and stay safe while we're doing it. Let's head to the eastern side of South Dakota and check in with Todd Highcamp. What's the report this week, Todd? Well, folks, this past weekend's weather really didn't do us any favors. A lot of wind, to say the least, across all of eastern South Dakota and the remaining uh, part of the tri-state area. Uh, so it made fishing quite tough, especially on Saturday. But guys were able to get out uh, on Sunday and also uh, salvage part of the weekend, and then also the early part of week uh, the week, and actually came away with some nice fish across the area. And some of those lakes that have been producing walleyes continue to do so. And those that I'm referring to up in the northeast are Wabe, Bitter, uh, Enemy Swim, uh, Indian Springs, uh, Dry Number One, Compesca, as well as Pickerel. And then down the southeastern part of the state, uh, those lakes also include Ponset, Albert, uh, Thompson, Oakwood, Sinai, 81 Ponds, Diamond, uh, Madison, as well as Beaver. And then also down in uh, you know areas of uh, northwest Iowa, uh, West Okaboji, as well as Spirit Lake, continue to do well uh, for walleyes at the same time. And then also the Missouri River. Guys are also doing well out there pulling plugs. And what are the guys are you really doing out in the uh, lakes of eastern South Dakota, what are they using to catch these walleyes? A lot of guys are pulling plugs now. It's getting to, to be that kind of transitional time of year. Uh, a lot of guys are pulling flicker shads or flicker minnows. Uh, also shad dancers or hornets uh, seem to be the three most popular, as well as, of course, the Rapalo shad wrap. And then other guys are pulling bottom bouncers with spinners. Uh, and uh, what are they using? They're using live bait, whether or not it be minnows, uh, leeches, or crawlers. But right now it seems like crawlers and leeches seem to be more prevalent, the more favored bait uh, of choice at this point in time. And then as far as the uh, crappie bite is concerned around the area, again, it's really been hampered by the weather. But guys are still coming away with some nice crappie at uh, Thompson, Ponset, Sinai, uh, as well as uh, Lake Henry down by Scotland, and then also Elvin uh, southeast of Sioux Falls. The perch bite has been really tough going. Uh, you know, really haven't had a great perch bite around the area. A few perch, and I emphasize few, are being caught at Ponset, Thompson, as well as Oakwood. And what have guys been using? A lot of live bait, obviously, and the jigs have been the shiny hiney or the Mr. Crappie sausage head uh, jigs, and then also the pilking. And they're using uh, pieces of crawler uh, or small minnows. Seems to be the, the bait uh, of choice for the panfish right now. Thanks, Todd. I'd like to thank those that contributed to this week's podcast. Jared Houston with Houston's Guide Service, Doug Burns with the Iowa Guide Service, Brian Bashor with the Walleye Guys, and Todd Highcamp with Dakota Angler. You can find links to their websites in the description below. I hope you all have a great and safe 4th of July holiday. Stay safe out there and keep the lines tight.